0: What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Unpopular Opinion, the podcast. We got a good one for y'all this time.
1: I think it's a good one, man. Yeah. Uh, it was hard to record, mm. but it it was liberating to share, and I hope it's liberating to listen to.
0: Absolutely. So, y'all, as we always ask, like it, comment, share it with your friends. Let's keep the conversation going, and we appreciate y'all.
1: Peace. Some of the most atrocious mistakes are made with the best intentions. Bro, what does that mean to you? <sighs>
0: Man, to me, I think about the the many mistakes I've made, um, as more so relationally, um, and the fact that a lot of those things that ended bad or that ended in some type of heartbreak or whatever the case might be. Not one time did I go into it with bad intentions. Not one time did I go into a situation with the goal of hurting the person. Mm. Um, But sometimes, I would even venture to say many times, um, I have approached situations with great intentions. Uh,
1: but poor execution. Whew. You know, how did that execution impact you personally as you reflect on it?
0: Mm. As I reflect on it, man, it, it hurts, and I would
1: even say that um,
0: oftentimes, like in the moment, it's it's painful. You know, I'm I've always been one who has a heart for people. I've always had a heart for people. Even when I was a little kid, I remember, you know, we could be in the car, and as a youngin, like six, seven years old, anytime I'd see, like, a homeless person or whatever the case might be, I'm like, Ma, you got some money? I ain't had no money. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) When i would be like, Ma, like, do you have a couple dollars? Can we get them some food or something? Like, I've always had a heart for people, even people I don't know. So even more so for those who I'm connected to, I care about them people. saying no matter and you know you've seen instances where i've been man hurt yeah you know or somebody has been disloyal and i still for whatever reason will treat them with love and care yeah and so i think that you know and still caring for one's heart yet recognizing the season is up it doesn't make it any easier you know like Mm. walking away doesn't make it any easier um and so as I reflect on that, I one of the biggest things that stands out to me is a lot of that could have been avoided. If I had been more mature, if I had been more t- if I if I had really leaned into the accountability, I think a lot of that could have been avoided. But there are times I was selfish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: You know what I'm hearing is really a recognition of a blind spot Mm. Um, and why I believe this is so important. And then I'm going to shed my blood all Mm. on the table real quick (laughs) uh, is because rarely do we do anything worth doing with malicious intent. Mm -hmm. Rarely do we do anything saying, oh, this is what I'm going to say to this person This is how I'm going to treat this person in this circumstance. Mm -hmm. But often those mistakes happen because it's a part of the nature of human beings. Hurt people hurt people and everybody hurt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Even if you're a nice person, even if you're kind, even if you care for people. I know people who help others, but they don't consider what the person needs. They just they're helpers and they don't realize that they could miss the need and trying to help somebody. That's good. Talk about that. Um, I'm one of those people. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) You're going to make me talk about myself. (laughs) Uh, I'm notorious and have been notorious for doing information dumps. Mm -hmm. And so I desire to see people thrive. Mm -hmm. That's the affirmative way of saying it, but really I like to control people's narratives Mm -hmm. Um, So some people call it a control freak. I call it uh, wanting to control how things happen because I believe that this is the way it should happen. Um, You can should your way out of a lot of people's lives. (laughs) Real quick. (laughs) Real quick. There's a lot of things we should do, but we don't. There's a lot of things that people should do, but we don't. And um, I'm notorious for wanting to control how somebody believes or whether they believe something at all. And one thing I've learned is if you can convince somebody to believe something, they can be convinced to unbelieve it. Mm. Um, And so I would never want to be the reason why somebody believes something, but I'd hope to be invited to give perspective. And I think in my mid twenties, I'm recognizing that help everybody need help right but we need to get allow people the dignity to request it instead of always assuming they need a life raft wow you know what i'm saying Mm. um some people sinking and they've been sinking for so long they think it's floating and um eventually they're gonna have to swallow some water to realize Mm. they can't swim Mm. um and that's okay That's their journey. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't like that you have to go through that, especially if I told you so. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's maturity. Maturity says, I'm not going to impose my shoulds on your reality, on where you are right now. And so, yeah, my intentions were pure. But I've lost a lot of people in my life just because of my strong opinions and sometimes come off as judgments we were talking the other day bro and i'm about to get off this uh we were talking the other day just about how there's a perversion of every god-given gift Mm -hmm. yeah uh and the perversion of discernment is judgment Mm -hmm. and i discern a lot of things (laughs) um maturity says i don't share everything i discern Mm -hmm. Judgment says you're going to have to hear this because you might be in trouble or you need to be better, or and you can lose a lot of relationships like that. And mm-hmm. so I, I'm just in a place where I'm recognizing how many people I pushed away while trying to invite them in or trying to make them better, trying to improve them. So, hmm.
0: what'd you hear? No, that's great, man. Uh, I, I kind of want to go back to one thing that you said. Um, you said, hurt people hurt people. Um, so I'm curious to know, like, what do you feel have been some of the things that have caused you pain in which when certain things occur, maybe it's a trigger or maybe it just triggers a way, a certain way that you respond because we've seen it, you know, we, we've, and we've been there ourselves. So I'm curious to know what that looks like for you.
1: Yeah. And I'm going to give a lighthearted example. 'Cause I feel like y'all think I'm all deep and everything, but he is. He likes skin. That's fair. <laughs> um, I was it was about four months before me and Sarah got married. Mm-hmm. And I was teaching her the step I wanted y'all to do. That's hilarious. Uh at the at the wedding coming in. Mm-hmm. If y'all watch the video, y'all see the guys doing this little two-step coming in coming down the aisle. And um, I was showing her how I wanted y'all to do it. And she, I don't know, maybe if she, I was explaining it, I'm like, how are you going to tell me how to explain my idea? Right. <laughs> and I just, it was the, I felt so misunderstood and I felt yeah. like she didn't desire to understand me. But later on, I, re- I mean, my anger was so disproportionate to the scenario, mm-hmm. <laughs> to the situation and my frustration with her. I was like, whoa, this triggers something. I don't like being misunderstood Mm -hmm. i don't like when somebody assumes that they understand me without inquiring about me without inquiring or seeking understanding and um it all roots back to my childhood Mm -hmm. my parents like me uh, have very strong opinions and strong impositions and so oftentimes they didn't ask us what we thought they told us what to think Mm -hmm. they told us what to believe they told us what the truth was instead of allowing us to arrive to that Destination or checkpoint. Mm -hmm. Um, And it triggered me because it made me feel like she didn't value what I was trying to share. Mm. It sounded like she wanted to hear it the way she wanted to hear it. That's not what her heart was at all. Mm And so I apologize, y'all. So (laughs) before y'all get on Instagram saying anything (laughs) or whatever. But uh, no, I apologize to her because one, for how I responded to her. And two, for allowing her to be the target of my reaction to my triggers mm. but yeah i mean i think about that all the time mm-hmm. and i think about how often i feel misunderstood and as a result feel disconnected from people mm. and so in this this recent season hopefully that answered your question but in this recent season i have been seeking first to understand people mm. not just in conflict I mean, even as a barber, I think one of the first things I do is start to ask questions. And I'm talking about good questions. Mm-hmm. Like the, the why behind the why behind the why <laughs> to understand what's really behind and that veil. Getting you gotta,
0: through the layers,
1: for you sure. You know, getting through the layers. And out of genuine in, inquiry, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I think we just don't do that enough. Mm-hmm. I think there's a beauty and a strength and a power in questions. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we ask enough of them. I agree. I agree. I agree. I think
0: a lot of us are quick to assume. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, that's because there's room left to assume, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like not enough context is given and things of that nature. But a lot of times I think that, you know, we don't want to do the work to discover more, mm. to really get below the surface and to understand. It's funny, I, you talk about the whole deep thing. I was recently told that I was too deep, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, it's not even an attempt to be so. It's, one, an effort to connect, and two, like, I get I get bored with surface level, bro. Like, yeah. at a certain point, it's like, we can't grow from that. You know what I'm saying? It's true. I don't, I, what am I, like, what's your favorite color? That's, No. I don't I, I care but like what's beyond that
1: mm.
0: you know if if everything that we're discussing is or can be determined by what you post on social media
1: we're not going deep enough That's really great that you said that because the way that I connected best with Sarah was when we r- realized how much we agree fundamentally mm. We didn't start with the surface level stuff.
0: Yeah,
1: we almost—I almost felt like we skipped over it. We went backwards. Yeah, we started with the things that people build up to. Uh, typically, we started with that mm-hmm. um, to get to the point where it's like, "Oh, you like green?" You're green. Right, you're right. <laughs> really? I mean, yeah. what kind of green? Olive mm-hmm, green? Right, <laughs> all season. Okay, that's, that's cute. Yes, that's cute. <laughs> but you know we. I think oftentimes we try to build up to those things. Mm-hmm. And it's, some of it's rooted in fear. Um, some of it's rooted in just not really knowing what to talk about and just hoping that there's a something clicks to mm-hmm. where you start to talk about the real things. But I'm interested to know why that example was just for, I guess, relationships with women.
0: Mm.
1: What about your relationships with men? How, what do those relationships look like for you outside of this one?
0: in terms of what exactly
1: are they surface level Do you would you say that majority of the relationships you have with other men are surface level or um i would say for the most part no
0: because i don't and maybe that's um mm, it's about half and half hmm. but i would say the guys that are like that i consider brothers no
1: yeah
0: and it, it just it can't be that way like yeah. i wouldn't Cause it's hard to be to hold somebody accountable when there's an, an almost a transactional type of relationship. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so yeah. And then part of it too is like I still <laughs> believe it or not, y'all pray for me, but I still struggle, you know, with trusting people. Period. Mm-hmm. But especially men, yeah. other men. You know what I mean? Um, and so it, it takes time for me to even. You know, open up to other guys in that way, much longer than it does women, if I'm being honest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, you know, I appreciate the guys that I'm around. Um, and I will say here recently, like I've gotten around more and more guys, you know, one at the wedding, yours as well as Charles, you know, what I'm saying, like form a community from there. Um, but then even some of the circles that I'm involved in, whether it be work or church or yeah. whatever the case might be, like you know i'm surrounded by a lot of solid men yeah um outside of like the mentors that i have Mm. um so the mentors i have yeah now it goes deep
1: no that's uh i think that's really important and the reason i asked the question is because i'm a believer that intentionality is necessary in every single form of relationship Mm -hmm. absolutely um i think when there is a lack of intentionality surface level is inevitable Mm -hmm. um because you just seeing where it goes. Mm -hmm. There's no purpose. There's no vision. Mm. Mm
0: -hmm. Or
1: maybe there's a lack of vision. Maybe the the vision isn't fully developed. You kind of just, ooh, she cute, or, oh, he's dope. Let me see what, like there needs to be a purpose for relationships. I'm not just connecting with people to connect.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I need connection, but I need authentic connections. Mm
0: -hmm. I'm gonna tell you the power of like childhood trauma though. The reason why I'm so hesitant to connect with other men mm. is because I've experienced the most letdown as it relates to men. Oh mm. Being promised things, you know, and it started with my pops. Yeah. And then trickled from there.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? And so that's why I say I'm not as quick to trust I ain't real super quick to trust these women either. <sighs> but <laughs> let's be let's keep it a beam. But yeah, like when you've experienced letdown after letdown, after you've, you know, maybe it's a form of idolization, but really trusted and put your your life in a, in uh, air quotes into someone's hands mm. and trusted them with it, and then they it shatters. You watch them drop it and shatter. Ooh. That is an experience that shapes how you move forward. Mm. Healing has to take place in order for one to be uh, willing to open themselves up to that type of relationship again.
1: You said a key word, and you brushed past it, but I think mm-hmm. it's it's worth extrapolating. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I can't spell it, y'all. is the word idolatry. Mm. Um, you ever heard the statement, you can't be let down by anything that's not holding you up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But you can if you're idolizing it as a God. hmm You know, and I think uh, we're idolatrous creatures. Let's just call it out. Idolatry is not something you do or don't do. You are doing it. Now it's time to recognize all the idols in your life <laughs> yeah. that are... Oh, they exist. Oh, they exist. And there's mm-hmm. more than you think. I mean, I have them. And we continue to unravel them and... Um, and understand where they are and where they stand and what we run to in terms in times of pain, anxiety, you know, whatever you're feeling, you run to something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not okay. always God. I think if you think it's always God, then are you the second coming? I just don't think <laughs> that we, we all are idolatrous creatures, no matter how progressive we are. Um, but I think the reason there are so many hurt people today, the reason why, We all are hurt in some way, is because of the way that we worship people. Mm -hmm. Um, We got to worship something. (laughs) We're going to worship something. That's where that idolatrous nature comes comes from. And um, if we're not worshiping God, we're worshiping something or someone. Um, And that just means giving more time to something other than God. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm wondering if a lot of our pain comes from an idolatry of the things we commit majority of our time to?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of times it's um, mismanagement of expectations. I think that we tend to put, let me not generalize and put everybody in What I have done mm, is... Take responsibility now. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I know somebody can relate though. <laughs> but oftentimes what I have done is put... Unrealistic expectations on people, Mm. and expect things, or at least have a desire to see them produce something, um, or hold them to a standard that only God can fulfill.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Only that only He can measure up to. Yeah, you know. And I think that's where I've gone wrong.
1: Why do we do that?
0: Um, that's a good question. I think that it's it's natural to do. I think it's a it's people we're tangible. Right. So like those things that we have um that we can touch that we can see that we can talk to and 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 hear, you know, back from things that like it's it's so much easier to put the weight on on something that you can see versus mm. something that you may not be able to see as easily or yeah. hear from as easily or connect to as easily. Yeah. Um that's not to say that that connection can exist because it does what I'm the vertical connection with God, yeah, right? Yeah. Um I think part of it too though is we must first be in a position to receive all that God has for us. So the love, the unconditional love, the peace, the joy, happiness, like all those things are rooted in Him and in our relationship with Him. Mm. If we don't first receive those things from Him, then we'll put the pressure on others. Yeah. And I think Oh, it kills me hearing people be like, oh, he's my piece or be my piece.
1: Oh, I can't stand it. Or that.
0: she, you know, she needs to be my piece.
1: What? You know, me and Sarah were very careful with how we wrote our vows, you know, <laughs> because they're vows, you yeah. know. <laughs> and if you are, vows fulfill themselves mm-hmm. or, <laughs> or they kill you. You're either going to live by them or die by them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was very careful not to, with good intent, write vows that idolized her mm. out of just trying to praise and you know really show admiration for her and so if you go back to my wedding video wedding video and watch it i'm very intentional in the way that i talk about her mm-hmm. i talk about her from a position of wanting to serve her um not as lord not as master uh but as someone who created by the master someone mm-hmm. created by the creator um and I just think it's really important that you said that because we we do begin to put and use language that expresses really what's in our hearts about people mm-hmm. and how we see people. Mm-hmm. But it really goes back to this point of we were created to worship. We were created to exalt something, mm-hmm. namely God. But when we don't feel that worshiping God is benefiting us immediately or at all. <laughs> yeah we're gonna find something that gives us that instant gratification. And, you know, for me, for a while, it was uh, relationships with other young ladies mm-hmm. and the gratification that came with it. Um, it was the attention that came with it. Uh, uh, in, many, in many seasons of my life, it was pornography, um, <laughs> masturbation, all those things. I mean, these were things that made me feel like enough um yeah
0: my question to you and as we you know get to a point where we start to descend how important is healing or being yeah how important is the process of healing as it relates to the execution of pure intentions the
1: importance of healing um is is fundamental honestly it's um when i think about making mistakes even with pure intentions i think about the narrative we tell ourselves <laughs> independent of i know where you go that's that's good there's a narrative we tell ourselves <laughs> when we go into certain relationships when we go into certain situations and that narrative becomes lowered over anything that's actually happening mm. and so for example you're going situations and you'll almost victimize yourself as if people mm. or things are kind con- are all wrong Yeah, <laughs> and you're you because your intentions were pure that you execute you executed perfectly mm. um And that's wrong. I've been in relationships where I victimized myself because of the narrative I was telling myself Mm -hmm. that I went in there wanting to serve her and Mm -hmm. treat her like a queen. And bro, you lied. Yeah. (laughs) Bro, like you you were feeling things. You had opportunities to be transparent and vulnerable with her. And instead you acted like you didn't feel anything. Mm -hmm. Bro, your actions didn't align with what you said your intentions were. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? and so th- there's so many different scenarios and we're going to go an hour just talking about all of them <laughs> right. uh, plus, mm-hmm. but it's so important to understand the narrative you told yourself at the same time you established your intentions about the thing. Um, and I hope that's not too high level.
0: No, I, I think what I hear you saying is there is a necessity and it is imperative to be willing to take responsibility um i think that that narrative that you're speaking of puts people in a position to feel like i did no wrong yeah (laughs) the the reality is yes you did yes you did and the same way you have a perspective of how a situation took place the other person has their own perspective what do they
1: say they say there's your side they Mm -hmm. side and what really happened yeah the truth (laughs) the truth (laughs) (laughs) And yeah. you know, I've listened to people, I always I pay attention to how people tell stories.
0: Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. No,
1: it's hilarious because <laughs> an unhealed person will only talk about what that other person mm-hmm. did and what they intended and what them they themselves intended in the in the midst of what that other person did wrong. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag. That's a red flag.
0: Anytime if I'm if I'm talking to a young lady or pursuing or whatever the case might be, and like a lot of people feel like, oh we shouldn't talk about passes. No, we should talk about it. In depth. If if the language that that person is using, like in all the examples that they give, if it's blaming and accusatory, and yeah, towards the what the other person did, that's a problem because what that demonstrates is there is no one accountability. Even beyond that, you don't have the ability to do any type of introspection. Mm-hmm. And without introspection, there's
1: no room for growth. Absolutely, could not have been said better. Um, the first thing I did when I met Sarah, within the first two weeks of even being a friend to her, mm-hmm. the way that I told my story, and I was—I did my best to be very intentional about this. <laughs> intentional, having pure intention, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> was when I talked, when I said, when I told the story to talk about what I did wrong. Mm. Not for the sake of trying to manipulate her to show her that I'm mature and I know how to take responsibility as a man. Like that's a byproduct. Mm -hmm. It was really to allow her into a space where she could begin to correct or encourage or admonish me in that vulnerable state. Because here's the thing, if you sharing what you did wrong, that's not easy to do. You need to be hugged after that. <laughs> you know what For I'm sure. saying? Like that's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. And even this episode is hard to do because we sitting here <laughs> doing our best yeah. <laughs> to share our mistakes and where we went mm-hmm. wrong. Um, and that's not easy to do. Uh, because it's nobody wants to be wrong. Yeah. It feels mm-hmm. inferior. You you feel like there's shame that's mm-hmm. associated with it. And the two evidences of shame that i've heard many times is self-preservation and self-promotion mm-hmm. those are the two byproducts of of shame mm-hmm. is self-preservation so people will try to protect their image and their reputation when they're ashamed of how something happened mm-hmm. and they'll promote themselves as better than what they really are out of pride and arrogance When there's a level of shame that's been unaddressed Mm -hmm. and so oftentimes when we make certain mistakes or when relationships didn't happen or end or even last the way we wanted them to we don't acknowledge that we're ashamed of that Mm -hmm. we're ashamed that that represents a level of failure in our lives um a level of failure in our identity um and i think that's worth talking about absolutely absolutely and i think we did that in this episode i think we tried we tried. Drew probably did a much better job of making it make sense. No, nah. <laughs> no, nah. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. It's for a real, struggle, y'all. But we would love to hear y'all's thoughts. and We really are serious about that. We say it all the time, but we really want to hear the thoughts about this thing. We don't claim to be experts. we just trying to invite y'all into our story so we can start the conversation. That's it. That's, That's it. it. So until next time.
0: Love y'all. We appreciate y'all for listening, man. Y'all, hey, y'all really been showing out uh with the amount of love and encouragement y'all are sending our way. And we appreciate
1: it. It's humbling. Uh, it's humbling for sure. For it's sure. humbling. Um, we don't do this, and we've said it before, we don't we're not doing this for the following. We're doing this out of obedience. That's it. We knew that we had a call in our lives to begin to have the conversation and speak out on things that one, we didn't notice many men talking about, um, but two that we needed to be talking about mm-hmm. and it didn't just need to be on a two hour phone call
0: yeah 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 so so we appreciate y'all and uh, we'll continue to be consistent um, as, as much as possible and, and be obedient uh, but again till next time appreciate y'all peace
1: thank y'all for listening to another episode of Unpopular Opinion um, we're glad that we got to share some of the things that we shared today it was hard it was difficult to share what we did but we, we hope y'all are being blessed Drew you think so
0: I think so I pray so um, at the end of the day we're being obedient you know and being vulnerable it's not the easiest thing to do but it's necessary and it's worth it at the end of the day
1: so thank y'all so much for listening and we hope you rate review share it with your friends only for the benefit of extending the conversation out of this that's it love y'all